Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. I am so glad to have all of you here today. Um, this is a really fun show for me. It's called How to Dress for Sex. Not how to dress for success, just how to dress for sex. It's um, it's a pretty funny thing because a lot of people are talking about how to dress for business, how to dress to work out, you know, like all the people going to Lululemon on the planet for yoga gear, um, and, you know, how to dress for the winter. But there isn't a lot of talk about how to dress for sex these days. <clears throat> I remember in the 80s, people talked about it more and Maybe we were supposed to get all of that information in the 80s, and if we missed it, well, tough toots. So I think it's um, a pretty fun topic. And one of the things that kind of brought it up in my world was I was hanging out with my daughter, who's eight the other day, and she was teasing me about wearing uh, jeans all the time. And I said, yeah, so? And she's like, why do you do that? And I said, because I like to. She said, don't you have anything else to wear? I'm like, yes, I do. And she said, well, then why don't you? And my response to her was, well, because these jeans go with everything. And she reminded me that, uh, no, mommy, they don't. So smarty pants that she is, I then uh, went, okay, well, what am I actually dressing for? Am I dressing for uh, comfort? Am I dressing to hide and my what am I dressing for? Uh, and if I'm not dressing for fun and joy and walking around being the sexualness I truly be, then what am I truly doing with these clothes that I'm putting on? So before we get into this show uh, deeply, because I when I get in, I get in deep, you know, it's fun. So what I'm wondering is who knows me out there and any of you who have ever listened to this show before, I thank you for listening again. And for those of you who are brand new, I'll let you know a little bit about me. So one of the things uh, that I offer on this planet to the planet and the people is that I love working with bodies. And one of my uh, capacities is to create a lot of change in bodies through movement, through energy, uh, through different forms of facilitation. So a lot of times what I am aware of is that when bodies have stress or so-called pain or disease, uh, there's often a lot of things that can be shifted energetically, physically, that we can actually do with different types of energy work and body work. So if any of you are like wondering, what is energy work? What is body work? Uh, please check out accessconsciousness.com. You'll find on there information about the bars. There's some videos on there as well. You can also find videos on YouTube about bars. Um, the other stuff that I do, aside from the access bars, is something called the Nipa Technique, which is 
not uh, as well known as the access bars because there are only, I think, 13 practitioners of uh, the mitzvah technique right now on the planet. Um, and there are a couple in Japan, there's one in England, and the rest are in Canada. And most of them actually live uh, in eastern Ontario, as my mom has trained probably half of them. So we are an interesting crew, and we create a lot of change in bodies through movement. It's uh, an amazing type of work for rehabilitating your body if you've had injuries, if you've had sports injuries, car accidents, you know, fell off a roof, whatever. It's great for anything that's injury related, but it's also great just to have more ease in your body through through this gentle, gentle movement. So if um, if listeners out there have been to me before and you might not have had the mitzvah technique, you might have had the excess bars or Reiki or a reading, uh, or maybe radionics, and you want to try one or all of those out, please feel free to contact me at www.milicajelenic.com. And you can find me there. And uh, you can find my phone number there. You can send me an email. Uh, I love hearing from you guys. So please feel free to contact me, um, even just to get some extra added information about the work that I offer. So on to the fun parts, on to the topic of how to dress for sex. So for those of you who uh, are longtime listeners or you've listened to a few shows, you'll know that I love doing my research. So I did do a little research for this show, but one of the things that I'm actually aware of before I bring out the real research, you know, because that's where the real information is, is I'm going to let you know a little bit uh, from my point of view what that actually means. So... um this is my real deal, and then I'm going to give you other people's real deals after. So one of the things I'm aware of is that um, when I was a kid, like probably kindergarten right until about grade three, um, being in public, I remember really loving when I was in public, I loved being dressed up, I loved being in dresses, and I loved having uh, the most exquisitely fancy shoes I could find on uh, my feet, even if that meant that they pinched, they hurt, and I blistered, they needed to be freaking good looking. So that's one difference uh, that I have now than I had then is that I was willing to go through pain to look good. Um, and now there's not so much of that. But what I'm aware of of that time um, is that I felt really good in clothes where people would say that say, gave me attention. So if I was wearing um, a dress and everybody was like, wow, look at you in that dress, I loved it. I, I really didn't like wearing those clothes where I didn't get any attention. So for me, a lot of what how to dress for sex is dressing in the clothes that get, you know, pull the energy to you that you truly desire to have. Now, if you are in hiding mode, and you really don't want people to find you or see you, you find that you actually start wearing things that will have you kind of disappear into the crowd, which is great if you're a spy and you're trying to infiltrate. But if you're trying to be noticed and trying to actually get people to acknowledge you, you might choose, and even though it seems superficial, you just might choose to put on the clothes that will have people look at you you know, admire you and judge you, even if they're judging you for, oh my God, I can't believe she's wearing a sundress in the middle of January in Canada. 
Hell, do it. Whatever works for you. Our bodies are actually really, really funny. You know, I also grew up being told, don't wear that dress to school because you're going to freeze. And so, you know, here I'd have my cute little dress on. And usually they were fairly see-through. Um, because I loved see-through materials. I had this eyelet material, this like, I can't remember what it's called, but it was like see-through and it had little tiny white bumps on it. And I would wear this see-through dress to school and uh, I would try and get it out of the house in grade one before my mom would see me in this in winter. And it was a summer dress. I'd wear this summer dress to school and, and I knew that I had to put on my silly maroon looking snow pants that were so not attractive and they so didn't work my outfit at all. And I'd put these on and I'd even put on my little fancy shoes walking in the snow. Luckily, I only lived about 20 meters from school. Um, it was literally in my backyard. And so I'd get to school in my fancy shoes and my silly maroon ski pants and my dress that would make the bulge in the back of my butt look huge because the dress would be all bunched up. I hadn't mastered how to put the dress on and, and make it into pants yet. That came later when I really needed to sneak the dresses out of the house. So I'd walk out with my bulgy pants and, and there was pretty freaking feel pretty freaking good that I got it out of the house in this sundress that was totally see-through. Now, I don't know about you guys, but grade one, people kind of judge the shit out of you. They tend to already have started creating cliques and groups. Well, I really didn't fit in. I had people who thought they wanted to be my friend, but didn't really. They just wanted to control me. Um, and then I had two boys who were my friends. And so if Marianne Donchevsky and Richard Jazalunas are out there listening, thank you guys for being my buddies. So they actually were really cool in grade one. And they I remember a day where I was sitting with them and and in grade one, you know, here I'm in the see-through dress and I'm wearing like really cool underwear. And, you know, Richard uh, says to me like, wow, nice underwear. I was like, thanks. What does yours look like? And, you know, he shows me his underwear and then Marion shows me his underwear. And we're all like, hey, we have cool underwear on today. And we were really freaking cute about our cool underwear. And there was just this like joy of, hey, guess what? I'm wearing this dress. Everybody can see my underwear. I did have slips, by the way. It wasn't like I was deprived of slips. I just chose not to wear them because who would when you got the cool underwear on and you got the see-through dress going? Now, has any of that really changed to now, you know? So if I'm walking in the house and I'm wearing a see-through dress, uh, mind you, my accidental wedding gown was rather see-through, um, and not in such an attractive way, uh, but it does still create attention, I'll tell you that much. So uh, if you are walking around and you're feeling kind of sexy in your semi-see-through clothes, you know, there's something about those see-through clothes that just gets people interested. They can kind of see things and kind of not, and they've got this kind of allure to them. So how many of you are actually avoiding wearing see-through clothes? Because you might be seen. You know, and if you started to wear even something that was sort of semi-see-through um, and and just, uh, you know, easing it in where it's like see-through, but then it also has like something underneath. So 
that it's like, hey, if that something underneath wasn't there, you could see everything. There's something about those fabrics that are uh, so nothing, right? And and the research even indicates that. The research that I did indicates wearing see-through fabrics, see-through shirts and dresses. Well, no kidding, right? Um, you really don't have to take anything off when you're wearing the see-through fabrics. And how aware are all of our bodies? Like my body was so aware of that when I was you know, six, seven years old going to school in these see-through dresses, I was aware that I was going to get attention from somewhere. Um, whether it was the attention I desired or what, whatever it was, I was getting attention, you know, whether I was going to get teased by the girls, gawked at by the boys, yelled at by my mother, ignored by my father, like whatever it was, uh, having my teacher horrified with this kid in class with see-through clothes probably now would have had CAS called for this child is not dressed appropriately. And for those of you who aren't in Canada, CAS is child versus and they kind of come in and take your kids away when you're not behaving. So, you know, that was probably likely. I probably would have been like called on for that. Uh, and and the thing about it is like there's so many things we would love to wear that our bodies would actually love to wear that society would have us uh, be told that's not appropriate. You can't walk into the grocery store wearing a silk scarf wrapped around your boobs and nothing else. That's not appropriate. Um, however, there have been several days in the last few months where all I really feel like wearing are like silk scarves and anything else. And then I'm like, okay, hey, but now I got to go outside in this, you know, minus 20 Celsius weather in, in northern Ontario, eastern northern Ontario. And uh, is this going to work? The funny thing is, is our bodies are actually completely adjustable to these things, even though we have the point of view, you're going to get pneumonia if you go outside. I'll try and do it in my dad's accent, because that's where the point of view came from a lot, was you're going to get sick and die. You're going to get pneumonia. You're going to get fever. You're going to get the something. You're going to definitely get sick. So if you wore what you really enjoyed, chances were you were going to get sick. I, I remember wearing these um, shirts as a teenager that were uh, and they were very cool in the 90s they like sort of barely covered your belly kind of shirts uh, i had a bunch of them and uh i thought they were like the shit they were so cool and um i was always told when i wore those by my dad um i was going to catch the draft and for any of you who are listening if you're serbian uh or even from the former yugoslavia you know that actually the draft or a draft of any kind can kill you. So you wouldn't want to wear any clothes that would actually um, in, bring um, up the death that would actually have the draft either hit your shoulders or your kidney area uh, or basically anything in your upper chest area because even if it gets on the upper part of your breasts, you can get pneumonia and die. So these are all like phenomenally like these points of view are actually in society, like in the society that I'm talking about, like Serbians actually do you have the point of view that the draft can kill you. So to all of that craziness and everywhere that you've actually like avoided wearing clothes that make you really happy because either society tells you they're going to kill you, uh, make you ill, or they're not warm enough, they're not working, please, will you like let that shit go and start to choose what works for your body? So I'm going to have a few tips and tools on how to actually know what your body really enjoys. Um, and I'm going to do those when we come back from this amazing commercial break on the Pleasure Zone. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? or any question too large. What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and today's discussion is on how to dress for sex. So it's not just about getting sex or getting in the sack. It's also how to dress for you to be the sexiness you truly be, to be the sexualness you truly be. So for those of you for most of your life, if you feel like you've not been quite getting the uh, maybe the attention you know your body desires, just start playing with, hey, body, if, if I were to wear something else, would, uh, if you, you know, if I were to put other clothes on you, would you get the attention you desire? And you might find that it's true. And you might find that you are actually wearing the clothes that your body desires because possibly your body is like not desiring any more attention than it's getting. Um, it's it's a very funny thing. So um, I actually remember being in a class with uh, Dane here a couple, maybe it was a year or two ago or something. I don't have been in a lot of classes with him. And uh, he was wearing his fabulous shirt. It was like silky and multicolored and stuff. Um, and my mom went over and felt him up. And I was like, wow, good for you, mom. And she actually said, oh, wow, Dane, I really love your shirt. I wish I could have it in a dress. And so it's like, I'm bringing that up, not just to like, go yay mom but also to be like what if um what if our bodies actually are aware of of the textures 
they like and the the fabrics they like. So my mom's not usually one of those people who will walk up to somebody and rub them up, but it was Dane and she just felt compelled. Um, and she asked permission and he let her. So there you go. Um, but usually you can almost from across the room when something sparks your interest. So part of it is to just really be aware of when your body like jumps um, and for guys, like when your body stands at attention, right? Like if you're turned on by something, investigate and see like, wow, if I were to wear that, what would that create? And sometimes it's not even about having it on your body, but it's about touching it on somebody else's body. So when you actually are dressing for sex, you might actually be dressing in a way that your body is um, enjoying it enough, but also that that it's aware that the people that are um, that it desires to play with will actually be turned on by those um, fabrics and colors or feels, right? So um, I have I have this like super comfy sweater that I wear. It's almost like chronically, um, and at the same time, it's kind of like this sweater where everybody wants to touch it because it feels like a cuddly, soft teddy bear. Um, so it doesn't bring uh, necessarily evoke like I want to get in bed with you, but it does get me a lot of. Um, like, you know, rubs on the back and the arm, which is great. Like, I like to wear clothes that actually get me touched. Um, and there are fabrics that you can wear that will actually get you not touched, right? If, um, you know, certain things, uh, for me, there are certain fabrics that are like nylon that just turn me right off. Um, and for some people, they're a total turn-on. So know what works for you. And if you are wearing things that are a total turn-off to the person that you're trying to actually, like, get it on with, you might ask, hey, body, does this work for you? And if you are, say, for example, about to go on a date and, you know, you have this anticipation that you're going to maybe copulate, you might want to ask if that fabric works for the other person's body as well. Because you will find ones that will work for both. Um, try not to get the ones that turn off the other person. Because it's kind of not fun. Um, there there are certain things it's like when I touch them, I just cringe. Um, and I'm sure there are others of you out there that have that kind of uh, physical response to uh, different stimuli too. There are things that just feel fantastic and things that just feel ugh. So it's not necessarily to make them wrong. It's just to know that that doesn't work for your body. Um, and how many things right now do you actually have in your closet or your wardrobe or your drawers? Uh, not the drawers that you're wearing, but the drawers that you have clothes in. How many things do you actually have in there that your body is so not interested in? So one of the things I would... Um, ask you to do is literally go through your closet and ask your body a few questions like body you know um does this body does this fabric turn you on does this get you going if you wear you know if i put this on you body will this make money will this actually bring you um attention that you desire will this actually get you touched will this you know you can ask it a lot of questions like that so you know, even looking in my closet right now, I'm aware that there are like four or five things that I could put in the giveaway pile. And I actually go through them quite frequently. Um, and I'll ask my clothes whether they'll make me money, whether they'll get me, um, you know, touched is one of them. And whether my body actually likes them enough. Sometimes my body actually likes just to have them as an option. Um, I have a pair of these like 
crazy sort of like weird pants that are kind of like a gold color that I have worn once in the last two years. My body, though, just really likes having them around. So it chooses to keep them. And I also have this pair of fantastically sexy stiletto black knee-high boots that my body loves having around. So sometimes it's not even that you're wearing them. It's just be aware that you, you can actually dress for sex in a way that's not actually putting on clothes, which is kind of hilarious, but that you have those things um, energetically in your space can actually start to ramp up you feeling sexy. So having, for me, having those stiletto boots as I, as I know that they could be my go-to boots for any moment. If I, if I'm like, Hey, and I, you know, if my, my lover really likes the boots too, or likes at least looking at them, and he just likes me and boots in general that are like high boots. And he probably doesn't even know that. But every time I wear them, I could be wearing the same outfit and change and put in a, like high boots. And then he's like, wow, how lucky am I? And I'm like, wow, all I did was change my boots. So for everybody, there there can be a different response to different um, stimuli, obviously. So know what works for you and your partner. Um, and if you don't have a partner, start asking about you know what you know what actually can you wear that would actually bring you um the playmates that you desire so as much as you know that sounds superficial there is an element of when you put on the clothes that are attractive for your body that make your body turned on and also um are attractive uh to whoever you're with when you start turning people's bodies on they tend to want to you know, have be your playmate, have fun with you. So um, don't knock the fact that we are in this embodiment and we do have like material things around us and how can you use that to your advantage? So I totally encourage you to go either look in your closet, go shopping and start to choose clothes that turn you on. Um, I bought a dress the other day and I, I put it on and it just turned me on totally. And I was like, I could just walk around home wearing this all day. And then I got in my practical thinking and I was like, well, I've got to cook and I've got to do this. And this dress has a lot of white in it and blah, blah, blah. So how many excuses do we actually make to avoid what turns us on the most? How freaking cute are we? So everywhere that we're doing that, can you destroy and uncreate it all? Times a godzillion, right around good, bad, pop, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. If you're new to the show and wonder what that is, go to the accessclearingstatement.com and find out. Um, just to clear some energy of where we have judgments, really. So, you know, um, so here I could be walking around wearing this dress that I find totally sexy and my body totally enjoys, and I could be wearing these like super high stiletto sexy boots. Uh, and what would that create for me? So, I would love, love, love to see uh, pictures of you guys, you know, dressed in your sexiest, dressed in clothes that actually turn you on. You can Facebook them to me. You can send them to me on my website. You can email them to me. I would love to see you guys choosing to be totally turned on, wearing the clothes that make you feel totally sexy. If, you know, if it's a guy and you're like, feeling really super sexy in a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt, I can bring it. I actually love men. Like I was saying on my last show, I love men in like uh, white pants or jeans that are like rolled up to the calf and no shirt. Like that to me is, that's good. I'm good to go. I just need to see that. 
if you put on a tool belt, I'm super done. Like those are not the standard things. <laughs> well, I guess they are the standard thing that turns women on because they put them on a lot of ads. So they work for me. They might work for you too. Um, and, and there are certain things. There are certain kinds of underwear that I absolutely love on men. Um, and there are certain ones that are like, that's okay. I love men in boxers. I love men in those like, I only I just call them Calvin Klein underwears because I think that's who first created them. They're like those, you know, tight kind of shorts that are semi long, like down. I love those on men. They, uh, I'm I'm like half done when I see a man in those underwear. So those are my favorite. And they, they just do something for a man's package in their ass. It's just wonderful. I just love them. Um, and with women, like. If, if I'm to see like a woman in that's like semi naked or in like photos that I would say, wow, that woman's beautiful. Um, actually, a friend of mine sent me a, a, a photo of herself and it was absolutely stunning. Uh, it was like a back shot of her and it was, she was like in a, a black thong. It was just like absolutely freaking beautiful. And, um, and there was like no, like there was no obvious uh, sex parts involved, but it's absolutely stunning photo. So there are certain things that are just beautiful. And um, I personally, my body rarely chooses a song. My body likes, my body is very practical. It likes cotton for the most part, but um, I actually have a partner who thinks that white cotton underwear is ultra fucking sexy. So who knew, right? Like, everybody's different so know what works for you know what works for your partner as well and if again if you don't have one what if your body just wore the things that turned it on um, and it would actually bring to you the partner that works for you so I I had no idea either that uh, you know guys have the funniest things but again one of the sexiest things to my lover husband uh, was one day I was painting my house when I met him and I was wearing um, just shorts to me. They were just normal shorts and a tank top. Uh, and I was trying to avoid him. I wasn't dating him yet at the time and I was feeling very shy about my body. It was like a brawless day. It was very hot and I was just like trying to paint. And uh, and he actually brought it up to me. He's like, wow, do you remember that day you were painting and you were on like the ladder and you had this tank top on and it was like, you know, just, and he was like going on. It was like the sexiest thing in the world to him. And I was like, wow, I felt pretty um, sweaty, tired, and gross that day um, because I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling sexy. I was feeling quite shy. But um, for him, if I walk around the house with no bra on uh, and just a shirt that like shows the sort of like the where the nipples start to come out, like one of those tank tops, it just kind of show the nipples. He was like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's all about freeing the boobies. So uh, he's he's really, really funny about um, that. And it's not the standard wearing silky things. But there are so many guys actually like women who are just like willing to be them. So that's to me the number one thing about how to dress sexy is be you. Wear the clothes that actually do turn you on. Um, and and even though I wasn't sort of turned on wearing those shorts and tank top, um, I was more shy. It was also, uh, I had a, I was in a different um, awareness at the time. I wasn't really feeling comfortable in my body. But now when I do it, um, we did another sort of job together where I was doing the same thing. And he was like, 
you know, cracking me up with his comments. Uh, I actually came up with a brilliant idea of, uh, like, you know, tank top winter girls that could just come to your house and paint it up. So just for everybody to know, I'm copywriting that, you know, tank top painters and shorts. So, um, and it could also be topless painters. So just so you know, um, I do have that copyrighted. And uh, anybody who would like to join my team, it could become a worldwide successful business. I'd love to talk to you about that. So um, again, like, what in some for some women too, men who are dressed in suits are like the biggest turn on, and I do love a man in a good suit. Like that is awesome too. Half naked suits. Actually, to be quite frank, there isn't a lot that turns me off. Um, and and with women, I love I actually love seeing women um, who do either either show off their cleavage or. If I've had massive cleavage, I would be wearing like wench shirts all the time. Uh, there's something great about wench shirts to me. So I love those. And anybody who wears like a skirt that shows off their curves, like showing off their butt, like pencil skirts on a woman and like um, uh, those like bustier tops that are kind of like uh, wench shirts. Those to me rock. I would just like, that's what I would wear if I had bigger boobs. I'd wear wet shirts all the time. So probably why I don't have them. Everybody get bored of me wearing wet shirts. It would become, you know, the. So, yeah, okay, cool, buddy. Now you have lots of options and we're going to wear something else. So I, I'm like, you know, distracted and having so much fun talking about sexy clothes that I forgot about my break. So I'm. Uh, going to go to break now and when we come back on the pleasure zone we're going to talk more about sexy tips for dressing for how to have sex when we come back from these commercial breaks many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? 
This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and today we're talking about how to dress for sex. So one of the others I'd like you to ask your clothes is also um, to ask it, what, if I wear you, you know, will you contribute to pulling more energy with me, for me. So I think that there's like really um, some stuff that will naturally, you wear it and it pulls energy. Uh, you being you, you pull energy, but also the things you add to it. So um, for example, like if you look at some of these uh, Hollywood stars and certain um, clothes they wear, when they do it, it just accentuates and emphasizes the energy that they actually pull. Uh, when you look at uh, whatever it was that, you know, Mick Jagger used to do when he would pull energy and he would, you know, put on those tight pants or something, um, there there was this sort of like added pulling that would go on with uh, energetically. So what does that mean to pull energy? Uh, for those of you who are new to that sort of concept, it's actually when you pull energy to you, it actually brings to you all kinds of things. Um you know, whether it's uh, opportunities, possibilities, um, things like people, work, money, all of that. So energy uh, pulling can actually do that. Uh, for those of you who really aren't familiar with it, that there was an episode I did, um, and I can't remember it right off the bat. I'll have to check out in the archives. Um, and it did involve uh, energy pulls and masturbation. So it was a great one. And uh, it was a bit of a guided uh, exercise on that. So uh, if you are not at all familiar with the energy pulls, you can also contact me and I can uh, maybe I'll create a call on that so you guys can actually have um, some of those tools under your belt. So please do um, ask the clothes to assist you in pulling energy as well. Some of them will get you more attention than others. And part of it is that it's your body is so turned on by wearing them that it starts to pull energy more. So that's what I really mean by the clothes will assist you in that. It's that you are wearing something that has you so turned on that you're automatically pulling more energy, which is uh, so much fun. And when you do that, you do get the attention. So just be aware, if you're trying to hide, don't wear things that give you attention. Um, you know, there are things you can do to hide. There are things you can do to not hide. And neither is right or wrong. It's just that know that certain things that you do wear will have you just blend in and other things will have you um, be noticed. Um, the the first time I truly got that was uh, actually I was at an access class. And um, I had gone, I had taken my body shopping for some clothes and I had this point of view of this one store that I went in. I was like, yeah, no, none of this stuff works for me. It's for women with bigger boobs. It's for women with this. It's for women with that. It's for, I had all these points of view. So um, a friend of mine had assisted me on that. And she's like, okay, just pock and pot all your points of view of that store. Go in and energetically ask for the people to assist you that will bring you the clothes that will actually bring you um, what you're looking for. So I did that because 
uh, I'm not a very good shopper in that way. Like I like to look at stuff and uh, stuff usually doesn't, I wasn't until I had some tools. So if you really don't know how to, to pick out clothes that are sexy for you, that work for you, you can actually just go into stores um, and I would advertise them here, but they're not paying me for promos. So when they do, I will. Um, but you can go into pretty much any uh, store and then ask the staff to assist you in finding an outfit because really that's their job. And uh, some stores are way better at it than others. So just play with that and ask, like, what store what store here in this mall or whatever, wherever you're at, will actually um, have the clothes that uh, would be fun for me, would be fun for my body and that my body would like to wear that would actually turn my body on. So when you start to go into those places, you'll find that the people in there are happy to assist you and then just ask, just keep asking energetically and out loud um, for for different things. You know, if you're looking you can literally say to them, like, uh, I'm this is something I'm not very good at. I, you know, feel kind of frumpy most of the time, um, and I'd like to feel sexier. Can you show me what to do for my body type? Because they know. They actually are trained in this. Um, they should be trained in it. So please, um, please do ask them. You'll find that you probably walk out feeling pretty spectacular. And so when I did do that, I walked out with this fabulous outfit still my body loves this outfit to this day um and every time i wear it i feel like a total diva goddess and um and there are days where i would just like to wear it around the house but again it's that whole point of view crap that oh my god i gotta do this i gotta lift wood i gotta you know make a fire i gotta cook and blah, blah, blah. so i don't but if i were truly dressing for me all the time um uh, i would be probably wearing you know, my stiletto shoes around the house and a bunch of super sexy outfits for no particular reason. And um, you might be doing the same. So uh, even when you ha at least have those clothes available to you in your closet or around you, your body will still get turned on by that. And every once in a while, you might just go put them on even for 10 minutes and try them out and, you know, amp up the sexualness that you truly be just to give your body a reminder that hell yeah you're sexy and wearing the stuff that actually shows that uh, people get it energetically and then when you wear clothes that are congruent with who you be everything makes more sense so for example here i have this talk show and i'm you know um you know, it's supposed to be like this person who's like, you know, walk and talk and sexy. And I sometimes walk around frumpy and I've actually been told by a number of people who are friends of mine or, you know, um, you know, or trying to assist me. Um, they, and one of them actually said, well, you're supposed to be the pleasure zone woman and look how you're dressed. And I was like, what? I thought I was dressed fine. Um, and she was kind of harsh, kind of real with me. And she's like, this is, this is not turning your body on. Do you not get it? And I was like, it's not turning my body on, but I'm comfortable and warm. And she's like, you can be comfortable and warm and you can be sexy. So I'm I'm still working on that. And um, and maybe I'll change it after the show. Maybe this is part of what I was creating it for. And so whatever that is for you, please choose it. Um it's it's funny because when I did wear that and I did get all this attention, I was like, whoa, I'm not the frump I thought I was. 
And um, it was really sweet. My body really enjoyed it and was so, so grateful for the feedback um, that I got uh, from people. And it was like it reminded me of when I was, you know, that five-year-old kid wearing those super cute clothes and all the attention. So um, it's really funny. And and I love the comment in the the chat room. It's really sweet. Um, Damn girl, you look good in a parka. Well, that's really sweet, and that's because you love me, and I love you too. So there you go. <laughs> so I have to justify it, um, <laughs> but um, that is sweet. So what if what if we can just be like feeling really um, super sexy in everything that we wear, you know? And and we can. And w- when we do that. You know, the people who uh, will be kind to us, who will be interested, who will, you know, we can be that energy of bringing to us the people who will be kind to our body, who will um, respond to our body in the way that our body is looking to have uh, or receive that attention. So, yeah, that's something that I just thought I'd mention is that I actually did notice this difference when I did go to the store and asked for assistance. Um, and it was a very vulnerable thing for me to ask for assistance because um, normally I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to find what's on the sale rack. Okay, okay, I'm going to buy the sale rack item for $19.99 or less because for most of my life, I literally like prided myself in being extra freaking cheap and finding things on the sale rack, even if there was a rip in them and I'd go fix it. And I wasn't valuing me. Um, And a friend of mine, you know, gave me this wonderful gift certificate and I could like go honor my body. And um, actually it was one of um, that gift certificate actually sparked something for me in my life that actually changed uh, so much crap for me around valuing what I wear in my clothes. I still sometimes for fun like to do the bargain hunt like I did with my $12 um, dress for my wedding, which was just a totally fun and hilarious purchase. And I actually had nothing uh, that I was counting on for it. So that was more out of hilarity than anything. And then I am now willing to like go and spend you know, the $150 on a skirt that I know um, that my, turns on my body and that I know will contribute to my life and living and to my body. So one of the things I'd like you to check too, if, you, if you're feeling off, like if you're, if you're you know, feeling you get headaches, you feel dizzy, you feel nauseous, you feel, um, and you've asked a bunch of questions like who does it belong to and it's not changing, ask your body what it would like to wear. Because you might find that as soon as you put on that thing that turns your body on, it'll start to actually kick in a different thing energetically. And it can actually contribute to healing. So, you know, I was wearing something the other day um, that I'd worn a few days before. It was like a shirt and I hadn't had a lot of use out of it. So I was like, oh, I can wear it twice because I only wore it for two hours that day. So it doesn't stink and blah, I'll wear it. Right. It was like whatever. But energetically, that shirt had picked up so much stuff from that day. When I went to go put it on the next time, I was actually like reinventing all the crap again. And my body was like re-wearing. So, you know, if you say live in an area where you don't have access to a lot of like water resources or, you know, it costs a lot of money to do laundry or something, even if you hang your clothes outside and get them fresh air, it can change the energy of your clothes. You can actually just ask to change the energy of your clothes as well by just saying, hey, whatever is in you, just leave now. Because we do um, 
have this thing that, you know, they're fabrics. Even though they're fabrics and they're so-called dead, there are molecules in them and the molecules do pick up stuff just like we do. So they will carry information too. So that is one of the reasons why, you know, dogs can track. It's not just scent. It's also energetic. They can pick up your energy and they can track you. They can pick up your scent and track you. We can do the same with people. And energetically, we sometimes pick up their stuff too in our clothes. So what can be sexy is not having uh, everybody else's crap attached to your clothes too. So eliminating that. Before we go, though, I'd like to give you guys the pointers um, that are real, you know, from the real people who are the real gurus because they actually have a sex site and I don't. Um, and their advice is, number one, for women wear see-through shirts, soft fabrics, seductive lingerie and laces, loose-fitting and draped clothes, and cute girl clothes like, you know, costumes, role-playing costumes as well. Those are their tips and tools. I say interesting point of view to all of that. And what does your body know? Um, and cute girl clothes on men are so sweet, too. I totally agree. So for, the, for those of you out there who are interested in wearing whatever works for you, go for it. Um, the soft fabrics to me is like, yes, sometimes that's that's like all that's required is, you know, that silk scarf for going off and, you know, to the bank or to the grocery store and uh, can make can make such a difference even if wearing one item that really makes your body happy. If, you know, half of your, the clothes you're wearing are kind of like blah and the other half are like woo, it'll at least give you something to um, spark your energy and get it moving. And, you know, there's something to say about, you know, costumes as well. It can be fun. Um, dressing for sex to me is really about dressing for success, really in your life to have what you truly desire. So if what you truly desire is more copulation, then asking your clothes for that, um, hey, clothes, what would actually, if I wear you, will, you know, will you get me laid tonight? Maybe not those words, but those would be my words. So whatever words work for you. Hey, if I wear you, will you give me a blowjob today? You know, whatever works for you guys. Uh, and ask for the money, ask for all kinds of things. You know, uh, it is sexy to have money. That's my point of view. Um, and if it isn't yours, that's cool. You don't have to buy my point of view. But if I'm asking to dress uh, my clothes to actually bring me money and uh, give me the sex I desire and the healing I require, um, everything, guys, everything in the entire universe can contribute to you including your clothes. Isn't that freaking brilliant? So um, if you are wearing things that you kind of are like meh about or you judge your body when you wear them, change it. It's that easy. So your clothes, change them. It's funny. It's that simple. You know, change your underwear, change your life. And it actually could be true. So what if you actually go out and buy that underwear that makes you super excited, super happy, um, and super turned on? So, you know, if that means... Um, thongs, if that means silky, if that means cotton, whatever it is that makes you super happy. If that means like investing in underwear regularly, I actually knew somebody who had like 300 pairs of underwear because they had, they really had no desire to wear underwear twice. It was like for them, it was like um, sneezing in Kleenex and they didn't want to reuse it. Um, and there's like, okay, that's interesting. The only person I ever met that did that, but um, she loved her underwear and she didn't never wanted to wear them twice. So, 
you know, if that works for you and if that just sparks something in you and you went, wow, that's what I would like, then start to ask your body to wear the clothes that will bring you the money as well. And that will just pull more energy to you so that you can actually receive more and more and more and more and more. So guys and girls, what do you know? What does your body know about what it is to dress sexy? And what did you wear as a kid that made you so freaking happy when you wore it that, you know, and people are like, you shouldn't wear that because it's cold out. But you knew and your body was happy. Um, please remember what those, like, tap into those energies and what would they look like for you today um, as well. Like, we all knew these things, even as babies. Uh, you can watch a baby be really happy in some clothes and really miserable in others. My my daughter was a phenomenal gauge for that. could put on one dress. She would change her entire personality uh, it, she would just become a completely different person when she would wear a fancy dress. She became soft and elegant, and I would put her in jeans and a t-shirt, and she would be like a little ruffian. She changes with her clothes so fast, um, and it's not that she's the only one that does that. We actually all do, just some of us have shot off our capacity to allow um, our bodies to have that much communion with everything around us. So... If you, um, and, and you also, it's not that you're actually changing, it's that you are all of those things. So you are, you know, the super cute princess and you are the little ruffian. All of us are all of that and everything in between. And, you know, you actually will look different when you wear clothes that turn you on and look different when you wear clothes that turn you off. So maybe take some pictures. Clothes that, that you know are like bland to you and, Take some pictures of clothes that you know turn you on and really start to perceive the difference in what that creates for you and put them on Facebook if you like. See what people say. Um, I have a friend, uh, Natalie Krishna, who's going to be on a call with me on Saturday, uh, this Saturday actually coming up, uh, April 9th, called uh, the, what is that called again? Um Adventures of Sex, so you can join us on that. And uh, she actually has these like comparison pictures of before she started to wear what turns her body on and after, and it's completely different, and she looks completely different. So please, um, if you have a chance on Saturday night, the call is $30. You'd get a pass call from last week as well. You can join me on the Adventures of Sex. We're going to be talking about all kinds of fun things. In the meantime, have an awesome week. I look forward to talking with you guys next week here on Zone and check out my website, melitzajelinek.com. Have a great week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melitza Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.